Radio. There we are, and good afternoon. It's me, Ian Robertson, here with you for the next hour with In the Picture, our weekly look at things photographic and some damn fine tunes. And we're going to get started today with that. A bit silly nonsense, but I love it. It's Tony Basil and Mickey. Um, <laughs> it just makes me smile. Um, scored number one in the US Billboard Hot 100 and uh, number two in the UK Singles Chart. It was Tony Basil's only top 40 success. I think it's a great wee Just pick me up. This is Tony Basil and Mickey.
There we are, that was Tony Basil um, And uh, up next Well, this is a wee bit historic, this one um, It's the Beatles and All You Need Is Love And this was Britain's contribution To the first Globalised television link um, A programme called Our World And it featured uh, Contributions from all around the world All linked up by satellite For the very first time and uh, this performed in EMI Studios in London. It was the 25th of June, and uh, the programme was seen by over 400 million people in 25 countries. And uh, John Lennon's lyrics were deliberately kept simple to allow for the international audience um, who wouldn't have English as a first language. And the single topped the charts when it was then released in Britain, the United States, and other countries all around the world. This is The Beatles and all you need is love.
Here we are. Um, that was the Beatles and All You Need Is Love. And uh, up next, we're going to have America. But before that, just a quick rundown. As usual, uh, 20 past there, we'll be having a look at an aspect of photography. And at 22 there, we'll be having a look at a photographic exhibition around the Glasgow area. And I um, haven't been out to see any yet, uh, so I'll be talking about what they've got on rather than what I've seen. And uh, when we get to 20 past, I'll be looking at editing pictures because... I firmly believe that there are very few pictures that have ever been taken that cannot be improved uh, by a little editing. And with editing software available on your phone, it's just too easy to do. So we'll be looking at some before and afters. Um, and uh, I'm quite confident if you look at them, you'd think, well, yeah, nah, that's that's better once it's edited. Right, anyway. On with the music. And next, as I said, we've got America. And this is from the Homecoming album, which was America's second album, released in 1972 in November. Produced three hits. Uh, Ventura Highway, which got to number eight. Uh, Only in Your Heart, which only got to number 62, but it was in the top 100. And the one we're going to play just now, which is Don't Cross the River, which made it number 35. This is America. And don't cross the river. Ian Robertson, only on Cam Glen Radio. That's it, you here with me, Robertson, and uh, in the picture. And we've got, well, 
just under 50 minutes left of the programme to go. And uh, up next, we've got 10cc and I'm not in love. And uh, this is a big favourite of Elizabeth and I's. It was kind of her song uh, before we get married. So what well, continues to be her song after we get married. And uh, it was originally written by Eric Stewart and Graham Goldman of the band. And the driving force behind it was that Eric Stewart's wife kept telling them that she didn't tell him often enough. He didn't tell her often enough, sorry. They loved it. So he wrote the song, I'm Not In Love. So, for Elizabeth, otherwise known as The Bird, this is I'm Not In Love.
such a long record that I just have to fade out. <laughs> it runs to almost six minutes. And next we're going to have Amen Corner, and after that we'll have her look at editing, uh, photo- editing in photography. Sorry. And next up, uh, another old one, a uh, favourite of mine. It's Amen Corner. And if paradise is half as nice. And I always thought this was the original by Amen Corner. It turns out it was originally written in Italian by Lucio Battisti and under the title Il Paradiso. And the song was translated into English by Jack Fishman. And it was offered to the tremolos and they knocked it back. <laughs> Silly old tremolos. And it then went on to be recorded by Amen Corner, and it was their debut single. It was the most successful of the band's six hit singles. It got to number one in the UK and was there for two weeks, number 34, when it was re released in 1976. So, eight years later, they had a wee, another wee earner with it. So, here we go with Amen Corner, and after that, we'll be back for a look at some photographs.
There we go. There's a wee fanfare and time to have a look at an aspect of photography. And before we get started, a wee thank you to Rosie and Linda, who've both been on earlier. Uh, Four's been up for uh, about 50 minutes now, and they've been on and had a wee look and left a like for the pictures. So thank you, both of you, for doing that. So today, what I wanted to talk about was editing. Now, we've spoken about editing before, but I don't think I've ever done before is actually looked and did a comparison between kind of before and afters. So three pictures shot um, out in my wanders around Scotland and I look at the original picture and then the edited version um, in the hope I can convince some folk that uh, a picture can always be improved. I, I doubt there's a picture ever that's straight out of the camera uh, has been as good as it can be. Um, you can always improve on them. Um, so, in, in fact, you know, in terms of history, the second picture that was ever taken was edited. Um, the first picture, I think they were just so pleased to be able to get it done, it was chemicals painted onto a piece of tin and exposed directly uh, to the light. And then the second one, similar, um, so you couldn't make copies of it, it was just, that was it. And it featured a barn. And what they didn't notice before they started to get it was something like a 40 minute exposure to get it. And what they didn't notice before they started was there was a ladder propped up against the side of the barn. And after they got a look at the picture and congratulated themselves and actually managed to get a picture, uh, the next thing they tried to do was paint out the ladder. So, going way back to just the second picture ever taken was edited. So, we'll have a look here at. Uh, Three countryside scenes in Scotland. So first of all, that is the edited version. And then following that is what the original picture looked like. And I'm fairly sure you would agree that the um, original version is dull and uninteresting until it's actually been edited. And up next, uh, this this comes out of sequence, uh, is a shot from the Duke's Pass in the Trossachs. And... You need to skip forward four pictures to find uh, the original of that. And you'll see that the wee cottage has been edited out. Simply because, well, you can't see enough of it. So it just gets in the way. Um, and again, reducing the picture to a kind of more letterbox uh, landscape feature makes it look, I think, a lot better. And then up next is another shot, basically just across the road from where the other one was taken of a lone tree standing there in the bog um, and the trees in the background as it starts to go up the hill and dry out a wee bit. And there, next to that, is the edited version, a lot brighter, um, bringing out the colours a bit more and again, a wee crop to help concentrate on what's important in the picture as opposed to all the other stuff. So that's my wee plea to you today is to... Um, Take a look at your pictures. The, the tools in your smartphone are more than sufficient for the job of doing this. If you don't own a camera and you don't have the luxury of having Lightroom and Photoshop to work on your pictures, your smartphone editing tools will do the job for you. Um, I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're pretty damn good. And I use them all the time. There's lots of times when I don't bother uh, dropping pictures back into the camera so into the computer and editing them in the software available there I will simply just edit them um, on the phone if I'm using my phone to take the pictures in the first place so that I would suggest is 
our way to proceed. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. And as a wee Brucey bonus today, um, given how cold it was yesterday, I was looking at some of the lovely uh, spider's webs uh, covered in frost that you see at this time of year. And I didn't go out yesterday and take them. This is an old picture, but I thought it was worth having a wee look again and just reminding you, if you can catch the spider's webs just at the point where the ice is beginning to melt in the sun, you get some fantastic images. They look like wee strings of pearls. Um, I love going out and doing these, but yesterday there was just no sun to do it with uh, to make it good. But it's always worth having a look and see what you can get. Uh, with, if you get a touch of sun. Right, anyway, enough greeting at you. Um, time to go on with the music. And up next, <laughs> another old one. This is uh, 1982, it's not as old as the other two were played uh, recently. This is Hall and Oates and Manita. Um, it was from their 11th studio album, uh, H2O in 1982, reached number one in the US and uh, remained in the top spot there for four weeks. This is Hollow Notes and Manita.
Hall of Notes and Man Eater. And uh, next up, we're going to have Manfred Mann and uh, Semi-Detached Suburban Mr. James. And I must confess, I almost thought this was Semi-Detached Suburban Mr. Jones, uh, but it ain't. It's Semi-Detached Suburban Mr. James. It became a large success all the way across Europe, uh, number two in the UK, top ten all across the continent, Africa and Oceania. Didn't get to number one in America because in America it was released as an A-side because there was already somebody else singing the song. So, so much for competition. They weren't allowed to bring it as an A-side because somebody else had already done it. So this is, anyway, Manfred Mann and semi-detached suburban Mr. James. Christmas from all of us at Rutherglen and Canvas Lang Food Bank. In this season of giving and joy, our community faces a challenging reality. This year, demand for our support has risen by 49%. Meanwhile, donations have fallen by 57%, impacted by poverty and inflation. The need is greater than ever. We urgently require an extra 80,000 tins of food to maintain our stocks at last year's level. You can make a difference. Please donate at all the usual points. Plus, our food bank warehouse at Rutherland Exchange will be open for donations from 10 till 12 every Monday, Wednesday and Friday throughout December. For more information or to lend a helping hand, call us on 07393-737-030. Thank you for your generosity. Hello. 
played that. I know the festive period is over and the um, special openings uh, at the Food Bank Warehouse uh, are now over. But January is the worst month for collections for the Food Bank. It is when the donations drop very substantially. So I played it just as a wee reminder, if you do have the means and you do have the time, a wee donation, donation, a wee donation to the Food Bank would be very welcome at this time of year. And now we're going to have Delilah. Not the Tom Jones version, the sensational Alex Harvey band version. Um, <laughs> didn't you do anything like as well as Tom Jones? Tom Jones' version got to number one in several countries, including Germany and Switzerland, number two in the British charts, and it was the sixth best-selling single of the year. And in the US charts, the highest it got was 15. But <laughs> the thing that really struck me about this um, was when... I, I was doing a bit of research when uh, Tom Jones was performing this song on the Ed Sullivan show in 1968. The US censors tried to make him change the line in the song at break of day when the man drove away to at break of day I was still across the way um, because at break of day when the man drove away implied he had spent the night with Delilah. The fact that she then got murdered didn't seem to trouble the censor, but didn't like the idea of somebody spending the night. Oh, what a crazy mixed up world. Here we have Delilah. Shadows of love on the night. 
That's it. Time for a look at exhibitions in and around the Glasgow area. And if we start with the Glasgow Gallery of Photography, they've got two exhibitions, Landscape and Red, on in the High Street Gallery. The one in Merchant City is closed until the end of the month, as far as I can see. But Red and Landscape running from, I think, tomorrow. I think the gallery's closed on Monday, and I think it's Tuesday before it reopens, and uh, we should be able to see those two exhibitions then. And in the street-level gallery, it's still Simon Murphy's Govan Hill, which will run until the end of January. That's then followed by an exhibition, which I know nothing about, really, uh, called Sewing Conflict, uh, and that starts on the 10th of February. But one that I keep forgetting about, and I really do need to go and see it, is Oscar Mazzaroli's Gorbals, um, and that's on in the Gorbals Library. And uh, it's a full year's exhibition, August to August, and the opening times are Monday, Wednesday and Friday, 10 to 5, and Tuesday and Thursday, 10 to 8, in the Gorbals Library in 180 Crown Street. And I am looking forward to going and seeing that, now that I've kind of remembered that it's there. Um... Mazzaroli's photography is fabulous and his garble stuff is amongst the best of the lot. Right, back to the music and we're going to go on now with Delimitri and kiss this thing goodbye. Here we go. One, two, three... I've seen it in 
is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. That's it. Come along and join us and have a load of fun. It is a great bit of fun playing around on the radio and uh, we're going to carry on now with the music. <laughs> he says struggling because he's lost his place on his playlist. Give me a second and we'll catch up. <laughs> oh, this is great radio, isn't it? Um, 
So anyway, we're going to have Casey and the Sunshine Band now, and that's the way I like it. It became the band's second number one hit in the US. It was also an international chart hit, got to number one in Canada and Netherlands, and charted in Australia, Belgium, Ireland, New Zealand, Norway, UK and West Germany. This is That's the Way I Like It. cut that short because I want to play a lot of the next track which will be the last for today and uh, thank you all for listening thank you for Cam Glenn Radio thank you for Through the Glass for helping with the programmes and Big Al will be up here in a minute the leash is off, the big dog is ready to go and uh, we're going to go out just now with the band and the wait, so enjoy and I'll catch you all next week I saw Carmen and the devil walking side by side. 
Take a load off. 